Hello, this is Manny Ramos, your host of Rise Up, real issues and stories of every one of us podcasts. But first, let me talk about who we are. I'm Manny Ramos, a board member of PNAA, a past president of the Philippine Nurses Association of Central Florida. I'm a professor of nursing at Valencia College here in Orlando and an adjunct faculty at William Patterson University. With me today is my co-host, Mindy Ofiana. Mindy? Thank you, Manny. Hello, everyone. I'm Mindy Ofiana, Legislative Committee Chair of PNAA, Corresponding Secretary for PNAA Foundation, and past president for PNA Southern California, and an adjunct faculty at Charles Drew University, Department of Medicine and Sciences. Tonight, our guest has a very unique experience in combination of roles in an acute and post-acute industry, from operations to clinical to finance leadership background. He had a high energy, innovative, very flexible, enthusiastic and dependable leader who excels in a dynamic, challenging, and competitive clinical and business environment. Currently, he works as a Vice President of Quality and Innovations at Rockport Health Services, located here in Los Angeles, California. A graduate of St. Louis University for Bachelors of Science in Nursing, and took his MBA at the University of Phoenix and, and Doctor of Nursing Practice of Leadership and Management from Aston University. He is the founding president of St. Louis University Nurses Alumni Association International. The person that stays hungry, stays foolish, our 19th <laughs> PNAA president, Dr. Dino Doliente III. Dr. Dino Doliente, welcome to Rise Up. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. How do you want us to call you, uh, Dino or Doctor Doliente? You know, I'm I'm all I'm still the same old Dino, you know. And <laughs> maybe was trying to introduce me. That sounds like a mouthful, but I think at the end of the day, I always say this that I'm still a nurse, by heart. Okay. <laughs> all right, Dino. Then, um, so before coming to the United States, um, where were you in the Philippines? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I, I grew up in Pangasinan. That's uh, my hometown is, Omingan, Pangasinan. It's the very easternmost of Pangasinan. But I went to, to Baguio, uh, St. Louis University for um, the School of Nursing. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm from Pangasinan. And uh, yeah, and, and from, from Baguio, after graduation, you know, challenging the, the, uh, the, the local board exam and the CGFNS, the Commission on Graduates right. of Four Years in Schools. And then, yeah, I got the opportunity to, to go to the United States, New Jersey, when I started, where I started. Oh, New Jersey. So, Dino, why nursing? Uh, this is a $65 million question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... Truth be told that um, nursing wasn't really my passion. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those classic stories in the Philippines where, mm -hmm. you know, going to college um, in high school. Um, see, in the Philippines, we graduate at the, like, a, you know, relatively at a very young age, 15, 16 years old, right? In senior uh -huh. high school, because we don't have grade 11, grade 12. Yeah. And um, yeah, at that age, you 
we don't really know yet what we want to be when we grow up, right? Uh huh. So since um, I have sister who was in nursing school at the time, I have aunts who are nurses in in the states. I have cousins, and I want to be a good son to my mother. So mm. <laughs> when she said, "Why don't you go and um, pursue nursing as well?" So yeah, but uh-huh. um, no regrets though, Mindy. No regrets um, <laughs> because um, eventually I was able to come to the U.S. and yeah. um, and work as a nurse. And um, yeah, it, I I always say this that um, I owe a lot in in the nursing profession because it uh, it helped me uh, groom the kind of person that I am now. It provided me a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a great profession to be with. But along the way, as both of you know, yeah. um, I, I found out that uh, my aptitude is drawn mm-hmm. more towards numbers. So <laughs> we had, when I had the opportunity to go back to school, I went for my master's in the business administration. So yeah, uh-huh. I still work, I still work in healthcare, but um, I'm able to bridge the gap between clinical mm-hmm. and finance, you know, being a nurse by trade and being uh, having an MBA. So that's basically what I do um, with, um, for the last almost 20 years now, you know, in clinical reimbursement. Um, the title that Mindy gave me sounds a little fancy, but uh, <laughs> um, it's 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 it's, uh, it's basically overseeing the the clinical reimbursement and finance in the company mm. I work for, which is still healthcare. Yeah, All so right. that's in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> so Dino, you became the nineteenth PNAA president. Now, let's go back to the roots of that. Uh, how did you and PNAA meet? How, how'd you get there? Uh, oh my God, I wish tell I... Us, tell us the story. <laughs> I, I wish I have a, a, a great story to share with you and how PNAA, <laughs> you know, and... and how I'm, did you I'm, and PNAA meet? <laughs> exactly, it's... it's <laughs> Um, you know, I live in LA now, but um, back in Baltimore in, in 2003, you know, uh, at mm-hmm. the time I was working as a nurse and um, mm-hmm. I got invited mm-hmm. to this meeting of nurses yeah. uh, because apparently in, in Johns Hopkins, there was the director of nursing there at the time. And she was, I, we, we, I heard they're trying to gather nurses together because they want, they would like to build uh, a local chapter of the Philippine Nurses Association of America because back then in 2003, there's not a Maryland chapter. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, a friend of mine heard about yeah. this and she tried to invite me. And initially, I didn't want to go. You know, I'm one of those nurses who uh-huh. were busy working over time, you know. <laughs> um, Parting on in, in, in during the weekend, so I said I have no time to, to go there. But you know, my friend who knows my my weakness, she said, uh-huh. "Hey, you know, if you come, I heard they're gonna be feeding people with adobo and pancit in Lompiang, Shanghai." <laughs> <laughs> so to make a long story short, I did. 
you know, went, mm-hmm. I went to attend uh, that meeting. And that's when I met Vicky Navarro, who mm-hmm. actually led that organization in, in Maryland. And she eventually yeah. became the, I'm not quite sure, was she the 15th or the 16th president of PNAA? Um, she was the president. Um, I think she's the 15th. Two for, years before you, I mean, two oh, terms I before you. Because on the 19th, Mosa was the 18th. So she right. was the 17th, yeah. She was the 17th, yes. Yeah, but, um, and I have to give credit to her because even at that point in time, she kind of recognized um, already the leader, the, the leader in me. Mm-hmm. And she kind of encouraged me to grow uh-huh. in that organization and the rest was history. But having said <laughs> that, right, I was, so eventually I, I became the president of PNA Maryland chapter in 2007. Yeah. But I didn't really see the bigger picture of mm-hmm. what PNA is all about until I attended, mm-hmm. and Mindy knows this, until I attended the 2007 National Convention in Anaheim, where mm-hmm. PNA Southern California, which we belong now, Mindy and I, was the host yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was my very first national convention. And that is when I I saw the big picture that uh, mm-hmm. what PNA is all about, about the many great things that they actually do. So, right. yeah, and went back to Baltimore after the convention, all um, energized and enthusiastic and made uh, uh, a goal in my head to, to further um, grow up, grow in this organization. <laughs> yeah. mm, okay. So th- we're talking about your presidency. So I know you, you're, you're into branding. So during your presidency, you coined the IPNAA and ILDP. How did that, how did you create this? What, what, what was in your mind? That's right, Dino. We always get asked, what is the I in the PNAA <laughs> and what is the I in the LDP? Yeah, um, I, I think Mindy sort of like uh, hit the nail right, uh, right on its head when she said branding. I'm, I'm always good at trying to create uh, branding, um, mm. even for myself. And I think mm. it just came out naturally over the years, even at work, even with uh, PNA Maryland, that I'm always about like, you know, what's new, what's better, what's next? Mm. What are the innovative ways of doing things? You know, trying not to, not to rest your laurel, always trying to, to improve. And mm. yeah, and then <clears throat> in 2007, uh, 2016, before I became the president of, of PNAA, I've been already trying to brainstorm, okay, what will be sort of like my my premise or my mantra when I become mm-hmm. the president. So I've always known, though, it's going to be about innovation. Uh-huh. It's all about innovation. And, um, but I was, I, I remember I was flying, I was on the plane one day, uh, I was traveling, and then I was uh, I was reading this book of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan, by the way. Um, I was reading that book, like the seven um, principles of um, the seven principle of Steve's innovation secret, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I said that book here. And um, 
Yeah, and then it, it dawned on me about, you know, Steve Jobs with the iPhone, the iWatch, the iPad, the iPod, the i, I everything, right? <laughs> um, so I thought, hmm, I think it would be good to kind of, you know, try to to do that innovation with that i thing and, and put it next uh-huh. to PNAA. But see, uh-huh. a, lot of, a lot of people, though, they thought that i is for innovation only, but mm-hmm. it's not, right? The I is actually for the internet, uh, primarily. When Steve Jobs, yeah, exactly. It's about the because that is when uh, the boom of the internet. Um, uh-huh. uh, you know, at the time when Steve Jobs was um, with Apple and with the iMac. Uh-huh. But, <clears throat> interestingly, when I was reading though uh, how he uh, started with that, the I about. Anything else is about the individual, mm-hmm. the people. And I thought that in PNAA, the members are really, you know, is a very fabric of this organization. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it just um, blended so well that yeah. I PNAA, right? And with, of course, the innovation and being the people in it. And of course, I, I had this, um, I added the Innovate and Inspire. Remember the IPNA Innovate That's Inspire? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because That's I right. always believe that you, you, you can have the best innovative ideas in the world, but if you're not able to inspire the people, mm-hmm. the members, then good luck in making that innovation a <laughs> reality. That's right. right. So it's about the innovation, being able to inspire the individuals, the people. So those are your eyes for the IPNAA, really. So that's right. That's right. I remember the the theme of that uh, convention, the thirty eighth convention. We went into that cruise. Remember in twenty seventeen, right. yeah, innovate yeah. and inspire. Remember that? Right. Yeah. See, because even Another, then, ah, we uh-huh. want like our first convention. Remember, Manny, we want something innovative for this convention. We That's have right. Had, yeah. Uh, of course, convention at the national level. I was like, ha. Ah, That's right. Well, we are goal. That's right. And That's thank God right. for Manny Ramos, who was the president oh. then. Oh, I know. Um, thank you, gosh. Dino. <laughs> yeah, the chapter. Uh, you, made my, you made my life so much easier. <laughs> and we're going to do another cruise next I year. Heard. I'll be there. There you go. Your, your 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 cruise and convention was so successful that we di- we we didn't hesitate at all to think of doing it again. You know, yeah, we exactly. proven that it works. So excellent idea. I'm excited. Yes, yes, yes. Repeat successes. That's right. Uh, so this also brings me one uh, one other um, thing that I think of your presidency, Dino. Is I don't know if you recall this. Uh, but in uh, the North Central Region Conference, when we were in Ohio, when I attended and Mindy was there, Pete was there, yeah. you were there, and you all were sitting in the lobby of that hotel that we were in, in, in that NCR. And then we started to talk about a leadership development program. Yeah. Remember? And I always said that, you know, that's when ILDP was birthed. <laughs> <laughs> so you were very instrumental in the creation of that ILDP. It was implemented during your term. So my question to you is, did we achieve the vision that you were aspiring for uh, 
for ILDP because ILDP this year is on its fifth year. I know. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Did did we? Did you guys achieve how what we intended?" But by oh my, oh my God! It's with flying colors, Manny and Mindy, and thank you again for uh, taking the baton and and you know um, ran with it, you know, because um, we currently we have as you you know we have this leadership scholarship program, the LSP, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, the leadership right. institute right seminar yeah. that we do and that's a, a great program um yeah. the only setback of that is it it can only cater to the ones who are able to attend the convention mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and we said at the time when we were talking about it like but how about right the ones who are not able to attend um yeah. you know those conventions how can we reach yeah. how can we reach them and yeah. of course here came the innovative part again right yeah um, we know it's going to be a leadership development program, but how yeah. can um, we make it more innovative so we can reach out more people out there? Right. And so we attach the letter I on the uh-huh. LDP again with that innovation and being able to address the individuals, you know, right. the organization. And yeah, I'm, 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 I'm so excited to know that it's been like five years and I've been getting That's a lot right. of really great feedback. Um, in this program. And again, kudos to you both for leading this. Dino, we're going to celebrate that fifth year in New York. We <laughs> hope that you could be there on that we'll Friday evening. I'll be there. <laughs> okay. Is great, it Friday? Great. Friday. Is it, uh, mm-hmm. After the educational uh, day. Yes. Friday oh, evening. Oh, I see. All right. Eminem. <laughs> Manny and Mindy. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Dino, it's also known that you have been instrumental in the acquisition of the Legacy Building. Can you tell us the story behind this? How did this happen? How did you make it successful? Yeah, well, number one, if, if you um, if you remember, um, during the General Assembly, when I got inducted as the president, there we had so many ambitious goals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for the two years that will come. But there were three goals, main goals though, that hi- I highlighted during the assembly when I I took that, you know, when I, I took that stage and talked to the assembly. Number one um, was to, um, uh, for the membership, which is mm-hmm. to reach that uh, 5,000 members, which we did with flying colors, right? at the end of uh, 2018. Uh, Number two was to to hold the very first national convention via cruise, which we did. That was the second one. And the third one is to collaborate with the PNA Foundation Mm -hmm. to um, have our very first, you know, our building the PNAA and PNAF legacy headquarters. So there were the three main goals. You know, I always say this, even at work, that it's like um, trying to, um, you know, if you're you're trying to um, go to a certain location, you have Mm -hmm. to have, you know, the address of where you want to go, right? Right. And these are the three main things that we would like to, that, you know, as an an organization that the, I wanted us to be able mm-hmm. to achieve. So from day one, it's a very, mm-hmm. very ambitious goal, a very, 
um, a lot of people, they said, ah, it's going to be tough to do that, right? But um, the mm-hmm. membership, the cruise convention, and the legacy building. Mm-hmm. Why, why legacy building? Why, why was it part of, of our goal? I, I don't know. I think not many people knew this, but there is a, mm-hmm. a premise to this. When I was the president of, um, of PNA Maryland chapter, Remember, we hosted the 2009 convention, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, a, the, I was a, a very new president and we hosted it. And I got a call from, from CMS. Mm-hmm. Remember, the CMS office is in Baltimore. Right. Secret oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And yes. they learned yeah. about, the, uh, they learn about the, this Philippine Nurses National Convention being held in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And I actually got a phone call mm-hmm. from them. She is, I think, the the director of like um, diversity something, right? Uh-huh. With CMS, um, and then she asked me to um, participate, and I was so excited. It's CMS calling me at the time, uh-huh. and she was gonna mail me some, um, you know, like uh, some documents mm-hmm. for me to review, and then she asked me. Um, where she can mail it to me. And I said, yeah. where's, where's the address of the Philippine Nurses Association <laughs> of America? <laughs> and I was so embarrassed to tell her that, oh, you know what? I'm not sure, but I have to get back to you. Remember, I was a very new president at that time. Uh-huh. So I had to call Dr. Leo Jurado at that time, who was, who was the national president, uh-huh. to ask him the, the national office because I haven't been there. I haven't seen one. Yeah. And she said, well, kiddo, we don't have an office, <laughs> and um, and he's like he said that um, the office of PNA is uh, sort of like coterminous with the with the current president. Mm-hmm. So uh, wherever the current president resides, that is where the office of yeah. PNA during the time. That's true. And yeah. and I made the mental note, right? Yeah. Um, that. Wouldn't it be nice if at some point PNAA mm-hmm. will have an office of our own that we can call our home, right? Yeah. Because that, that scenario with CMS, it truly embarrassed me, you know, um, that at the time we were saying we're a national organization, we're big, mm-hmm. we have a voice, we've done a lot of great things, but we mm-hmm. don't have a physical office. So I yeah. made a, a mental note at the time that, uh, you know, hopefully at some point we'll have an office. And what do you know? Uh-huh. So when I became the president of PNAA, I know that the organization has been trying to get one for, mm-hmm. you know, for a few years, but they just mm-hmm. couldn't get to, um, you know, um, earn or save the, the money that they needed, the funding mm-hmm. to to purchase a building. Yeah. So I made a note uh, when I became the president and I spoke with uh, Marilita Velasquez, who was the president uh-huh. then of the foundation. Hey, yes. uh, I really want to uh, work on this um, with the foundation. And yeah, we made a pact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before mm-hmm. our term ends that we will deliver the building. And wow. that's how it started. That was the impetus because of that CMS um, encounter I had back in 2009. Mm-hmm. And nice. so it's almost like 10 years, 2018, when we were able to realize, you know, 
that mm-hmm. building. Hmm. So, so look, yeah. Looking back, Dino, um, with the collaboration with PNAA and PNAA Foundation, um, what do you think were the crucial um, uh, factors that made it uh, into a reality? Having a legacy building, having an office for PNAA, PNAA Foundation. Uh, what, what worked? What, what made it work? Well, obviously, the, the most uh, crucial factor for having a building is the ching cha chain right? The funding. <laughs> yes. Is, is, I, I think um, as an organization, I think we, mm-hmm. we believe that we should have a building, but it's just that we cannot afford, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one good thing that uh, I admire about the foundation is they would like to have a building without having to think about mortgage, they want to raise enough money to be able to purchase it. They could have loaned it, right? But they didn't want that right. uh, responsibility to be handed off to the incoming, mm. you know, like terms, which is right. a, a great thing because, you know, they said that maybe um, getting the building um, initially will be easy, but how about like, you know, the mortgage if we have to loan it, right? Mm-hmm. If we have to get to finance it. So, yeah, so uh, the, the, the most crucial factor is, do we have enough money? Or are we going to have enough money, right? So, yeah, and they did a great job. Uh, the foundation, yeah. related Velasquez, Ana Vista, uh, Ana Roses, you know, everyone in the foundation. It's just that um, towards the end, mm-hmm. they fell short. <laughs> Um, $225,000 to be exact. <laughs> yeah, wow. $225,000 to be exact. You know, that is how short That's a lot were. of money. <laughs> and of course, we had uh, a meeting uh, with Merlita in the foundation. And I said, okay, uh, what can I do? What can PNAA do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, they were actually asking to loan the $225,000 from PNAA, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, um, loan? Well, that building is eventually going to benefit us, the members, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and at the same time, um, and Mindy knows this, that um, PNAA at that point in time, we were financially very viable. Because one of the things, Manny, you know this too, one of my um, my goals is to really um, raise funding um, for, so we could we could uh, finance all the great programs that we, we have in mind, that we have, right. um, you know, um, set to achieve. So right. we, we were very financially viable. So I know we have the money, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and it's a great thing that um, we have a very, uh, open-minded um, executive board at that time with the PNA, we made that proposal mm-hmm. uh, for the executive board to approve that $225,000. And what do you know? It was unanimously approved by the board. Yay. So wow. we were able to give the 225000 and there we have it, the building. Mm-hmm. It took 2018. Wow. Yeah. I know. So big projects like that comes with it is actually difficulties and struggles during that journey. Other than the 
the financial aspect of it. Were there any other difficulties or struggles during this um, aspiration of a building? Oh, yes. Um, you know, um, the, the building, and in fact, it's maybe, how do I say this? And maybe that's um, the factor why it wasn't realized the years prior, right? Because that, that building has been a goal for before I even like stepped in as the president. It's been a goal. Mm -hmm. um, that's why they mm -hmm. were having all these 5K walks. Remember the 5K runs? Right. So many years in, by the way, I was one of the chairs as well of 5K walk. I, I mm -hmm. inherited it from uh, Ernie yeah. Rose's. Um, right. They were they were because they were trying to raise up money um, with PNAA, um, yeah. but um, it's just that um, I think before that, um, and I mean this well when I say this that I think as an organization though um, the years prior uh, were not on the same page about the building because true enough there's there are like pros and cons about mm -hmm. having a, it's a great, great, like, uh, um, responsibility, having a building, yeah. right? It's not, uh, easy to manage financially, uh, but, um, and, and maintain, right? The maintenance mm -hmm. of it was, I think the, the other question. So there were, you know, like, um, opposing opinions about mm -hmm. having a building. And I think it has, um, um, how do you call this? There, there are merits to, the, to those opposing mm -hmm. opinions. Um, mm -hmm. So they couldn't seem to, you know, uh, the, the, the stakeholders, if you may, some of mm -hmm. the key players, the, the decision makers, they couldn't, um, uh, they're not on the same page. Um, so I think that's one of the, the hindrances that, um, you know, kind of inhibited it from happening. Um, but when, when I took over as the president, I, I really made it a, a priority. I talked to the executive board at the time and even the advisory council, you know, um, because again, it's not a one man show. The foundation mm -hmm. cannot do it alone. PNA cannot do it alone. I cannot do it alone. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, it takes a, it took a village and it did take a village right, right to happen. So yeah, that, that was the challenge before Mindy's because uh, finally, when we were able to get everybody together on the same page and aim at the same goal and work mm -hmm. on the same objective, then yeah, you know, we made it happen. Right. So the legacy building is now a, uh, we now have a physical building uh, for an address of PNAA, PNAAF. Um, other than that, for our members um, and our listeners, can, can you update them as to the current purpose of the, of the legacy building right now? And also, what, uh, what could it be? What, 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 are, what are our vision? that we have for the legacy building other than a physical address for both uh, organizations. Yeah, let, let me take a step back because let me show you another story that kind of uh -huh. um, kind of strengthened my vision why we should have it. Um, mm -hmm. When I was the president-elect um, of PNAA, I wasn't quite the president yet. Uh, I went to the Philippines. I, I got invited yeah. as speaker for the Philippine Nurses Association in Manila for their convention. And I think at that time it was in Albay, but I had the opportunity um, to meet the current president at the time at their mm -hmm. office. 
TNA Manila, uh, they have, they don't have an office. They have like almost a campus. <laughs> wow. And they gave oh, me a tour. They gave me a tour. Um, and I was just amazed. Um, because the building is one thing, but knowing that they actually have like, a, they have this great infrastructure mm. of staff. I think almost 20. Yeah. Wow. Almost 20 staff who are working on the day-to-day the day-to-day -day operations of the mm -hmm. organization. You know, they're not members of PMA, but they are the staff. They have their executive director. They have um, assist, uh, They have administrative assistants. They have yeah. employees. They have a printing, like a printing uh, press, you know? Uh -huh. uh, because, see, hmm. if you try to compare to us, we are the workers of right. uh, NAA, you know? <laughs> we are the secretaries. We are the printers. We are the marketers. We are the ITs. We are everything, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And we all have full-time jobs, right? right? And so I just want to share that as a premise, you know, to answer your question, Manny, about what's the mm -hmm. vision for right. our own office. Because, yeah, the office is just one thing. But mm -hmm. eventually the vision for that is to, to kind of mimic what they have in the Philippines, where we will have an executive director, we will have our employees, we will have, yeah, eventually that will come, right? So that way, you know, um, we can sort of like uh, save our members, our officers from doing the day-to-day -day operations, right? Wow. You know, somebody said that at some point, <laughs> If we don't um, address this, mm -hmm. no officer, no member will want to become an officer of PNA anymore because of all the amount of work that they need to do. Right. Right. This day-to-day -day operations, it's it's a lot of work. Even when I was the president, um, I, I was at the mercy of our secretary, assistant secretary, who also have their full-time jobs, you know? It's not like they're in the office at any day, any any time. I could go, hey, can you like, a lot of times I was also the secretary, you know, doing a lot of correspondence. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, that, uh, no, I mean, I'm not complaining. That is what I signed up for, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. At that point in time, that is when I started to, okay, you know, um, my mind was running 100 miles an hour. And I'm sure I wasn't the first one who thought about that, right? Um, but it's just that we were limited of our resources. But that will be the ultimate goal is for that building to house our, um, you know, our operation, uh, our our operation mm -hmm. staff. You know. Yeah. Um, and eventually, there's also an opportunity to be able to to rent some space, mm -hmm. so that way it will be. Um, um, how do you call this? Mm. It will be earning some funding as well. In income right? generating. Exactly, yeah. income for the organic. So again, that's in the future. Um, <clears throat> I think it's, it's a good thing that we have started that now. I've been hearing mm. that I think the next step now is to hire like a paid executive director. You know, that's the next step um, for the incoming term or terms, hopefully. Mm. And and hopefully it will grow from there. Um, Me. Hmm. That's nice to yeah. hear. You know, um, I wished 
all the things that you have said would come into fruition. You're absolutely correct. You know, it's it it takes a lot of time, especially for full time employees um, doing all this volunteer work. And again, it's not wrong. The volunteer work, as I know, it comes from correct. the heart to all of them. Like what money does, he he, he does it because yes. he loves what he does for PNAA. So. With those wonderful visions comes risk, right? And um, especially owning a real estate. Do you think there will be risk in owning a real estate as big as what we have? You know, it's not a house, it's a building, so. No, definitely. Um, But see, one good thing uh, with the bill that we have is we we mitigated that risk. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest risk of that building would have been the mortgage. We don't have a mortgage um, on that building. Yeah. All we have to pay really are like wow. taxes, you know, and just the maintenance. And mm-hmm. it's not really a lot. Because again, like I said, the biggest risk would have been the mortgage, but we don't have that. Um, again, that's the reason why mm-hmm. it, it's a great thing that at some point we'll be able to. Um, you know, um, generate some income. Uh, if we could rent some spaces of that building. In fact, there are there was a plan um, to to uh, rent like a one um, right now. But see, that's just a start. Eventually, hopefully, we can grow that. You know, mm-hmm. where it can become a camp again. That's a, a maybe like a very ambitious goal at this time, because I always try to. Um, uh, how to call this, to juxtapose it with the Philippine Nurses Association in Manila, where they have this, camp, like, like uh, it's not only like an office, they have this mm-hmm. like big building, buildings where they rent a lot of those spaces. And they're, they're actually the income uh, of those um, is actually what they're using to for the operations. They're not using their membership fees mm-hmm. to operate that, you know? Wow. Yeah, it, it self-generates. Wow. And hopefully, wow. Um, you know, um, we'll be able to achieve that as well in the future. And I think we can. I think we can. I'm, I'm very, in the heart of my heart, I, I, I think we can. So uh, before we end, you know, I have one last question about the legacy building. Um, if a, if our, any of our listeners or any of our members would ask you, what is the legacy building for you? What does it mean? Well, for me, and I will, I will, um, I will go back to what I said about that letter I in PNAA, mm-hmm. that the legacy building for me is the member, the membership for the members, right? Um, I've always said this, that um, it's a home for mm-hmm. PNA members that uh, they can call their home, actually. That is their home. That is our home, you know, um, that we could come back to. Um, no matter where you are in the world or in the United States, that's a home that you could always go back to, come back to. Mm-hmm. Um, let me share you, um, and maybe this is a premise, um, with um, the book that's um, soon to be um, launched. Uh, How do they call this? It will be published, I should say. Um, There's a book about the legacy building. And I hope I'm not stealing uh, 
the foundation's <laughs> under. But it's it's in the works. It's going to be published uh-huh. soon. Um, but um, I have um, I have um, how do you call this? I have an excerpt in that book. Uh, Marita Velasquez um, asked me to write a chapter or an excerpt. And you know how I titled it? You may be, you may have like heard the movie no. of uh, Kevin Costner. Um, that if oh, uh, be uh, something, yeah, it will come something it, like that. Right? If, if you build, build it, it, they'll come. They will it will come. Right. And I've always likened that building from the very get go. That yeah. again, the organization it's all about our membership, right? Membership, mm-hmm. membership, membership. They're the very fabric of this organization. Mm-hmm. They're the blood, you know, running in our veins, mm-hmm. and and sometimes we wonder, you know, like where are the members? Why are not they coming? Why are they not here? And and the building for me is sort of like a sim- like a symbol as well. It's like a metaphor, mm-hmm. um, not just the physical building itself, but what it stands for. That is the home. Mm-hmm. That if we build a home, right, for our members, then they will come. But we have to have the home first. Well, it's both um, figurative and literal. So now mm-hmm. we have the physical building, and and hopefully, you know, we can really uh, continue to build that. But the bigger picture is the home mm-hmm. in it. And if we build that, then I'm sure that our members will come. If you build it, they will come. And that is all that we have for this episode. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Dino Doliente III, my co-host, Mindy Ofiana, our director, Rodney Cahudo, who edits and produces our podcast episode, Caro Robles, PNAA Chair for Communication and Marketing, our advisor, PNAA Foundation President Nancy Hoff, our executive producers, PNAA President Dr. Mary Joy Garcia Dia, and PNAA Executive Director Carmina Bautista. Join us here every week on Rise Up. Until then, keep on rising. See you next week.